Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida. Church life is awesome. Check it out. I'm the author of our devotional, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. Today's devotion titled, Let Me Help You Avoid Burnout. My, 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 my. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Boundaries are vital to your spiritual health. Don't allow people to pull you into things Father has not called you to or make you feel guilty because you won't participate or won't minister to their needs when I have not given you the green light to get involved. If you don't set up godly boundaries, you'll face burnout and flow in resentment. Let me lead you and guide you. I know you have a big heart to help people, but everyone will benefit if you wait to let me show you what to do. And when to do it. If people get angry or upset about it, put them in my hands. I will minister to them. You obey me. My, 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 my. What a word, what a word, what a word. Today's scripture references Galatians 6 and 5, James chapter 1 verse 5, and Luke chapter 5 verse 15 and 16. And the prayer starter for today, you're right. I want to help, but there's only so many hours in the day. Help me to be slow to respond. When someone asks me to do something, help me to wait on your leading to get involved. I know you want my best as well as theirs, and I trust you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God, we give you praise and honor and glory today because you have our best interest in mind. You have the best interest of every single person in the entire world in mind. I thank you, Lord, that you are the ultimate minister. You came not to be served, but to serve. Jesus, you came not to be served, but to serve. You put that towel on around you and washed the feet of your disciples to model the way before us but you did it at the leading of the Holy Spirit so help us Lord today to be led by your spirit in our service to be led forth by peace in all that we do to see you in what we do and do it unto you God we need and want and desire to do everything we do as unto you that way we 
don't resent it. We don't, uh, we don't, uh, just flow in that resentment that you've warned us about. God, we exalt you today as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We exalt you today as the one who loves us, as the one who died for us, as the one who promises us great things, great and precious promises you've made to us in your word. And we celebrate your kindness, which led us to repentance in the first place. And we ask you, Lord, to shower your grace and mercy upon us today as we begin anew. Your mercies are new every morning. As we wake up out of bed, your mercies are new every morning. I just feel and sense that there's people that are dreading the day. There's some people when you woke up, you're like, oh. You're dreading the day. But the Lord has not given you a spirit of dread. And the Lord has not given you a spirit of fear. But the Lord has given you a spirit of peace. And a spirit of joy. And a spirit that overcomes even the dread that tries to plague you in the morning time. And the Lord would say to you today, I am your peace. And I am the hope of your life. And I am the lifter of your head. So I am causing you and calling you to look upwards now. Because I am the source of your life. And I I am the source of all things good. I am the source of your overcoming, the conquering power that is in you. I am he. I am the one that guarantees you the victory. I am the one who will put the words in your mouth for that confrontation that you're dreading. I am the one who will give you the strength to walk through the day, not just barely getting by, but overcoming every obstacle that the enemy puts in your path. I am the one who gives you wisdom for for life, wisdom for wealth, wisdom for relationships, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Ask of me and I will pour it out to you liberally, says the Lord, for I am not going to leave you without help. I am your helper and I am very present anytime you call upon me, says the Lord. So reach out now and look up now and run toward me now and shed the dread. The Lord saying, shed the dread, shed the dread, shed the dread of the week ahead. Shed the dread of the memories of the past that come back to haunt you at inopportune times, says the Lord. Shed the dread of the confrontation. Shed the dread of going to that dinner party that you don't want any part of. Shed the dread of of the family meeting that's coming up that you don't want to go to because of the, the, the dysfunctional dynamics of your family. Shed the dread and embrace my joy. Shed the dread, says God, and embrace my peace, embrace my love, and you will receive from me that which you need to pour out onto others. And you don't have to dread, and you don't have to fear, and you don't have to worry, and you don't have to walk into situations angry and expecting the worst, because I am with you, and I have given you my best. I have given you my son. I have given you my spirit. I have given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. So you don't need to dread, and you don't need to worry and you don't need to run away from the confrontations that you are uh, dreading you need to rise up and run toward the confrontation toward the conflict knowing that I will resolve it in your favor as you obey my word says the Lord ah,
Come on. Somebody say shed the dread. Oh, come on. Somebody say shed the dread. I like that word. I like it. There are certain things in life that we dread doing. Some of you dread going to the dentist. Some of you dread going home for Thanksgiving. Some of you dread going to work on Monday. Some of you dread confrontation with people who need to be confronted. Some of you dread the spiritual warfare that's going to come upon you when you step out into the next phase of your journey. Some of you dread getting your bills every month because you don't know how you're going to pay them. Some of Come on, shed the dread. God, help us to shed the dread this morning. Help us, Lord, to shake it off and not pick it back up again. God, you have not called us to walk in dread. You have not called us to receive evil forebodings. Come on, that's what the Bible calls them. It's like when you're anticipating something bad is going to happen. The Bible speaks of this. It's called evil forebodings. Go look it up. Evil forebodings. It's like this shadow. Uh, some of you are walking under a shadow. You're not walking in the shadow of the Lord. You're not walking in the shadow of, of, of the angels. You're walking in the shadow of dread, the shadow of fear, the shadow of dismay and despair, the shadow of death. There are things that are trying to overshadow your life, but you've got to get out from underneath that shadow and run under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty God. Whose shadow are you standing in, beloved? The shadow of dread? Dance your way out of dread today. Know that God has your back. Understand that He is with you and He's made a way for you. It's not worth it to dread a thing. God has not given you a spirit of dread. Shed the dread today in Jesus' name. We're shedding the dread. Come on, whatever you're dreading, whatever you don't want, maybe you're dreading your taxes. Maybe you're dreading getting your report card. Maybe you're dreading going on a certain trip. I don't know, but there's a lot of dread on this call today. You've got to shed the dread. I said you've got to shed the dread. You've got to shake it off. Don't walk with that cloud of dread hanging over you. Let it break in Jesus name Father we thank you we thank you we thank you today that you've not called us to walk in dread I've just got to give you the definition of this word I just got to stop right now and give you the actual definition because some of you are saying oh I'm not dreading anything I beg to differ many of you are and you don't know that's your problem many of you are and you're not understanding that this is what is holding you back and making you miserable it's the dread of something maybe it's the dread of getting old maybe it's the dread of being alone dread means to fear greatly dread means to feel extreme reluctance to meet or to face a thing to be apprehensive dread means extreme uneasiness in the face of a disagreeable prospect dreading something dreading the way that you're going to behave dreading your performance in a speech dreading causing great fear or anxiety See, dread is a cousin of fear, and God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And God has not given you a spirit of dread, but he has prepared you for every good work, and he will complete the good work he has started in you until the day of Jesus Christ. You are a work in progress. You don't have to dread anything. God will meet you and meet every need that you have in the moment. There is grace for the confrontation. Come on now. There is grace for the warfare. Yeah, bro, There is grace for the relationship problems to work them out. There is grace 
There is grace. There is grace. There is grace. There is grace. Come on, we're trading dread for grace today. If you understood the power of grace, beloved, if you understood the empowerment that grace provides for you, the enablement that grace guarantees for you, if you understood the grace of God, you wouldn't dread the things that you have to do because you would understand what the Lord Jesus Christ told Paul the Apostle, my grace is sufficient for you. Three times he cried out for God to remove the thorn in his side, the messenger of Satan. Some people say it was a it was a sickness. Some people say it was the burden of the church. Some people say it was a demon power. It doesn't matter so much what it was. It just matters that it was. There was a there was a thorn in Paul's side, and I imagine he dreaded dealing with it. I imagine every time he woke up and this thing began to poke him, he began to feel that thorn. He dreaded it. I imagine he was like, "Ugh, is this never going to go away? Ugh, do I really have to deal with this? I'm trying to do the work of the ministry. Ugh, do I really have to come up under this thing?" And the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you because my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And Paul said, therefore, I glory in my weakness for when I am weak, he is strong. He is strong in you. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You don't have to dread anything. You shouldn't dread anything. It's an assignment of the enemy to cause you to shrink back and waste time. Father, help us today to recognize the subtle voice of dread in our head. Help us, Lord, to recognize the whisper of dread in our head. That assignment of dread to cause us to procrastinate. Ah. Some of you are procrastinating. You've put things off because you dread doing them. When I was in high school, I dreaded doing my research paper. I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I hated to write. Imagine that. I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I hated researching. I hated writing. And so I put it off. I dreaded it. I dreaded going to the library. We didn't have the internet when I was in high school. It wasn't widespread. Yes, I'm very old. Praise God. We didn't have the internet when I was. We had to go to the library. We had to go to the to, and, and, and research and books. I dreaded it. I hated it. And so I didn't do it until the last minute. And then time, time, time was ticking, ticking, ticking. And I felt like I was running out of time. And that caused me to dread it more because I felt like I was going to miss the deadline. And then I was going to get an F and I needed to pass the class. And time, time, time is ticking away. And the dread kept rising. The dread of having to scramble and hurry. Don't let this subtle voice of dread in your head shed the dread. It's not permissible any longer for us to succumb to this wily work of the enemy that causes us to shrink back and put off things and procrastinate things until we're so boxed in a corner that we don't even know how we're possibly going to get it done. It's that last minute anointing we've got. That's not from the Lord. Praise God. To wait to the last minute, last minute, last minute. Jesus, you know, they say, they say the Lord is never, never late. He's always on time. And sometimes it seems like he comes in at the last minute. He's not coming into the last minute. He's coming in at the right minute. So let's not put off any more things until the last minute. The Lord's not coming in at the last minute. He's coming in at the right minute. He's right on time. He's never late. Oh God, would you help us today to push back this dread? Some of you dread exercising. Some of you dread going to the doctor. Some of you dread cooking dinner at night. There's all kinds, big and small, big and small, big and small, big and small. There's all kinds of things we dread. Therefore, we put it off and we put it off and we put it off and we put it off until the last minute. 
You know what happens then? We dread it all the more. The dread grows the longer we put a thing off. Just confront it. Just get it over with. Just rip the band-aid off. Come on, you know when you're a kid and you got the band-aid that's been on there, you cut yourself and, the, and, and it's like you, you're trying to rip that band-aid off. It's like just a little pulling it back a little, pulling it back a little, pulling it back a little. And it's like, ow, 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 ow. And all of a sudden your mother comes along and just goes and rips the thing off. And you're like, ow, but then it's over. We've got to stop slowly pulling off the band-aid. We've got to stop waiting and making it more excruciating than it has to be. Just confront the thing. Dear God, just do the dishes. Hallelujah. Just get your taxes done. Just go to the dentist. Just go to work and confront that issue. Just go to church and repent of your sins. Come on. Whatever it is you're dreading, just do it. The dread only grows with time, beloved. The dread only grows with time. It only grows. You might, yeah, you might forget about it for a while. But then when that tooth starts to ache real bad, you're going to wish you'd gone on to the dentist. You might dread it for a while, but then that relationship is almost completely dead. You're going to wish you dealt with it. What you ignore doesn't go away. The devil is not going to go away if you ignore him. Oh, well, sister, just ignore the devil and he'll flee. No, the Bible doesn't say ignore the devil and he'll flee. It says don't be ignorant of the devil. Don't get your IG words mixed up. Ignore, ignorant, two words, honey, two different things. Don't ignore the devil. The Bible doesn't say ignore the devil and he'll flee. It says submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he'll flee. Don't dread the spiritual warfare. Go into it head on. The Israelites stood with dread, shaking in their boots, knees knocking, didn't want to confront Goliath. Here comes David. No dread in him. He runs to the battle line, confronts that bad boy, and cuts his head off. That's what you need to do. You need to cut the head off some of these things you've been dreading. You need to cut the head off. Get the taxes done. You'll probably get a refund. Come on now. I don't like it either. I don't have time for it. But guess what? Time is ticking. Time, the clock is ticking. And there's going to come a moment when it's in your face and you have no choice. Don't dread. Don't dread. Don't dread. Shed the dread. Shed the dread, 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 shed the dread. Don't let dread in your head. Shed it. Kill it. Confront it. Talk back to it in Jesus' name. Some of you are in a situation right now where you feel like time is running out. I know what that's like because for 25 years I was a secular journalist and I had deadlines. I had 10, 15 deadlines every day, really more than that toward the end. When I was managing other writers, I had deadlines every 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating. I had deadlines every 15 minutes. The time I worked for Charisma, I was still working for secular clients. I had literally had deadlines every 15, every 15 minutes. I had to approve a story. I had to find a story. I had to write a story every 15 minutes. Time was always running out. But some of you feel like time is running out on your marriage. Time is running out for your prodigal. Time is running out on your mortgage payment. Time is running out. Time is where you feel like time is running out. Don't allow the t- this, this, this feeling of, of time running out to stress you out to the point that you stay still. And, 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 and so you become paralyzed because you're thinking, well, what am I going to do? I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this. Then dread comes. Then fear comes. Shed the dread. Time. When you feel like time is running out, you get overwhelmed. When you feel like time is running out, you get stressed. 
you get annoyed, you get irritable when you feel like time is running out. Oh God, would you help us today to understand that our times are in your hands and there's a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to be born and there's a time to die. Don't dread getting old. There's a time to plant and a time to pluck up. Don't get impatient. Oh God, there's a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh. God, there's a time to mourn and a time to dance. God, there's a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together in a time to brace embrace embrace in the time to refrain from embracing God would you help us Lord your word tells us that our times are in your hands and if our time runs out on a thing it's because you're done with it but Lord let us not let time run out on a thing let us not be lukewarm and lackadaisical and lazy let us not be procrastinators and those who dread something so much that we let the clock tick down to zero and miss the deadline and pay the consequence God we're tired of paying consequences because we didn't do things that we dreaded because we put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off Lord help us to make the best use of time because the days are evil redeem the time because the days are evil God help us to take time seriously understanding that you are the creator of time and you insert yourself in and out of time and we can depend on you to show up at the right time we don't have to be stressed out and dread we just need to do our part God would you help us do our part God would you help us do our part God you know you that we want to do our part God we want to give us the grace to do our part give us a revelation of your grace your grace and your mercy somebody's out there saying well I already blew it I already blew it I blew the deadline time has run out for me I have nowhere to turn. I don't know how to fix this. It's finished. It's broken. It's 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 it's, it's destroyed. I can't deal with it. I, I I I I put it off too long. I dreaded it. I didn't want to confront it, and now it's and now it's just completely destroyed. You know what? God is a reconciler. God is a redeemer. God is one who can make all the wrong things right. God can make beauty out of ashes. You need to hear that today. Somebody needs to hear that today. God can make beauty out of ashes. Give them your ashes. Go and repent. Say, Lord, I blew it. I, I procrastinated. I dreaded dealing with it. I didn't know what to do. I was overwhelmed. I felt the time was running out. And I said, I got paralyzed with analysis, paralysis of analysis. I didn't know what to do. I cried out to you, but I couldn't hear you because my soul was screaming louder than your still small voice. My fear was talking louder than your still small voice. My dread and my pain, my confusion was talking louder than your still small voice. God, would you forgive me and help me to pick up the peace? Lord I'm giving you my ashes and I'm asking you for beauty make it all beautiful just in time he's going to turn it around beloved you've got to see we've got to see I've got to see our mistakes we've got to see it we've got to see where we went wrong and go and repent to God and say Lord make all things new Lord uh, fix this turn back time go back and, and, and work it together for my good God however you got to do it insert yourself in my timeline Help me, Lord. Lord, help us to walk in wisdom with unbelievers, making the best use of our time. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to prepare ourselves for the fullness of time. The fullness of time, God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to understand our times and seasons, to discern our times and seasons so we will be ready and prepared. 
Help us, Lord. We know, Lord, that you're gonna you're gonna do like Misty sings, like Ecclesiastes three and verse eleven. You make everything beautiful just in time. You will do it. You will do it. You will do it. We trust you, Lord, to make it beautiful. We come to you. We ask you, Lord, to make it beautiful. Make the ugly things in our life beautiful. Help us, Lord, not to dread doing our part. Not to dread putting our hand to the plow. Not to dread doing the work that it takes to 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 give you something to bless. Help us, Lord, not to be silent when we need to speak out. Help us, Lord, to make the best use of our time. God, help us. We know our times and our seasons are fixed by Your authority, God. We can't shift our time. We can't shift our season. But You can redeem it and You can prepare us for it, God. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us not to grow weary, not to dread, not to fear, not to procrastinate. God, today, help us to shed the dread. In Jesus' name, God, we give you praise and honor and glory today for what you're doing in our hearts. For you are not a man that you should lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. We believe your word. We believe God that you are for us and not against us. Even when we blow it, even when we tear it apart, even when we just refuse to do what we should have done, there's hope and there's 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 forgiveness for us and there's restoration for us. No matter what we've done, no matter what we've been through, no matter what we have. Done. No matter what someone's done to us, you can make it all right in your timing. We trust your timing, God. We submit our heart and our lives to your timing. We say yes to your timing. We feel, Lord, sometimes like time is running out, but we know that you will not let time run out upon us. You will work in us and through us. You will do for us what you've promised if we believe. Father, we believe. Help our unbelief. God, help us today to believe you, to really believe you, to believe you. Not not be overwhelmed, but believe your grace is sufficient. Not to dread, but to believe that your perfect love cast out fear. Not to procrastinate, but to believe that you will empower us to do whatever we need to do for your glory, as unto you, God. Help us, Lord, to shift our thinking today, to shift our mindsets today, to stop worrying and wondering about oh, this and that. And the other and we don't want to be like the Gentiles like those who are not in covenant with you worrying about what we're going to clothe ourselves with what we're going to what we're, how we're going to pay our bills these are not worries that covenant people should have help us Lord not to get our backs up against the wall and make stupid decisions because we felt like time was running out but Lord we cry out to you today for wisdom and we ask you to pour it out upon us Because we need your wisdom. We need to redeem the time. We need to make up for lost time. And only you can do that. You have the strategy. You have the way. You have the understanding of how we can take back what the enemy stole, even our time. So we praise you and we thank you today because you are worthy of our praise. You are the creator of time, the interceptor of time, the redeemer of time. Lord, we thank you that we won't have to stress and worry and wonder and freak out and 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 and, and lash out, God. But we can stand in awe of you, the waymaker, the miracle worker, huh. the one who can translate us in the spirit anywhere at any time. We give you praise and honor and glory, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're gonna do. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us. Thank you, Lord, for preserving us. Thank you, Lord, for defending us. Thank you, Lord. 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 We praise you and we honor you today. 
in Jesus name. Amen and amen. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you feel like, like, you know, you've just wasted your life that, that you, you'd have just sort of, uh, just sort of thrown your time down the drain that, that you heard the gospel once, but you didn't respond to it. That, that you've heard of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, but you never took the time to really think about what that meant for you. Maybe you've procrastinated putting off your own salvation like I did. I said, oh, I'll get saved when I'm older. But God had other plans. Listen, if that's you today, if you need the Lord's intervention in your life, if you need him to help you to take back your life, to, to get it straight, if, if you've not been saved, if you've not heard the gospel and responded to it, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to do that today. I want you to go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God and watch some videos on the presentation of the gospel. I want you to go there and hear the gospel. Jesus died for you. Jesus paid the price for your sin so that you could have an abundant life. He died on the cross. God the Father sent him to earth as a man, fully God, fully man. He walked the earth sinless. He paid the price on a cross, a bloody death to, to redeem you, to justify you. To reconcile you to the Father so you could live with him forever. He, was, he died and he rose again on the third day. And now he's seated in heaven. And if you'll receive him, if you'll believe that he did this for you, he'll save you. And you can go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. And you can find more videos, a longer gospel presentation. But if this has pricked your heart, you can pray this prayer and then go to that website. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that, that, that Jesus is the son of God. That you sent him sinless to take on my sin, to pay the price for my sin. That because you love me and because you want to be with me forever, you want relationship with me. God, I receive Jesus Christ as the son of God. And I say, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from unrighteousness in Jesus name. Receive me into your kingdom. Save me and I'll be saved. Now, if you prayed that prayer, you're born again, but you need to be discipled. Go to JenniferLeclair.org slash peace with God. And find out more about what you can do next. Amen. Listen, if you want to sow into this ministry, I need to give you the opportunity to do that. Why? Because we can't do what we do without people like you who believe in what we do and will help us do it. You might never go to London and plant houses of prayer. You might never go to Indonesia and Taiwan and Singapore and Australia. You may never go to these places with the gospel and discipleship programs, but we are. You may never create media programs and TV shows to reach the lost, but we are, and we need your help today. If you can sow, if this blessed you, if this pricked your heart, if this helped you, would you please consider sowing a seed today? We can't do it without you, and but but together we can do so much more than any one of us could do apart. So, Father, today in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity for us to give into your kingdom work. If you want to give today, I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. If you want to give today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. JenniferLeClaire.org slash give. You can become a partner there. You'll receive a partner resource each and every month, or you can sow a one-time seed there at JenniferLeClaire.org slash give. Uh, you can also choose to use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 
You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Cash App, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And then we added Venmo because somebody wanted to use Venmo. It's uh, at Jennifer LeClaire, the at sign Jennifer LeClaire. Amen. God is good. Did I forget anything? Let me pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for your goodness and your grace. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, the opportunity the opportunity to sow into your kingdom. And I ask you to multiply the seed back to the giver in Jesus' name. Lord, help us, Lord, to be good stewards of what you've put in our hands. Lord, I speak to all of, I speak of all of those who follow my ministry, all of the Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, all of the Awakening Blaze leaders, the Awakening House Church leaders, the Ignite Network members, those who are aligned with my ministry, my staff, my volunteers, my donors, my partners, my givers. Oh, God, I say bless them indeed enlarge their territory let your hand of power rest upon them and keep them from evil in Jesus name amen and amen this has been a production of the awakening podcast network Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast we're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible 